A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And that breaking news, 78 people on the terror watch list have been arrested at the border just in 2022. That's triple the previous five years combined. And that's not accounting that 850,000 gotaways. Now on the line with us, we have Miranda Devine. She's a New York Post columnist. And who better to talk to about the crisis that's happening at our border, basically making every town a border town throughout the United States. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Miranda Devine. Thank you so much, Lydia and John. Lovely to be with you. Well, always good to see you. Miranda, what goes through your mind when you're seeing this uh, giant uproar? And you covered it firsthand. You were at the airport, Westchester County. You're one of the first to break the story. They're flying them in the dead of night. What's the difference between what Biden has been doing for the last two years, bringing in over 4.4 now million migrants versus about 50 migrants that say DeSantis flew to Martha's Vineyard? Well, the only difference is that uh, it's a Republican who's pushing back, and it's Democrats. It, it, this entire migrant um, trafficking process is a completely Democrat um, deal. And so Joe Biden, first thing he did when he got into the White House was open the border, unwind all those Trump era, that suite of measures that they painstakingly put together to finally have the most secure border we've had in years. He, he flagrantly, recklessly, deliberately opened that up. And then to avoid bad optics at the border, uh, they, they instituted this secret program where they would just bus and fly illegal migrants all over the country where they would melt into the community. And now um, Ron DeSantis, who was part of the flights that were going from the Texas border into Westchester for the last 14 months, because a lot of those planes would stop off in Jacksonville and let off 50 or 60 illegal migrants in Florida and then come on to Westchester. And so Ron DeSantis was fully aware of what was going on because we alerted them to it. And uh, so he decided to do the same thing, to give a bit of a taste of their own medicine to some of the elite playgrounds of Democrats. And Martha's Vineyard, where 87% of the people there voted for Joe Biden, they were a perfect stamping ground for that. So that's what he did. It was a brilliant way of bringing the attention to this disaster at the border and look at how the media has treated it. Look at what the Democrats have done. They've just launched a lawsuit on behalf of some of these migrants who they haven't even given their correct surnames to. Um, and they're, they're suing Ron DeSantis. They're trying to criminalise Ron DeSantis. You've got a Texas sheriff who's now saying he's looking at a criminal investigation into Ron DeSantis, who did everything by the book. And why is that any different to what Joe Biden's been doing undercover of darkness, landing at Westchester after the midnight curfew so that no one notices this human trafficking operation that they're conducting internally, domestically. I think it's, it's very, Miranda, it's Richard Wong. I think it's very frightening that we see no end to this. What is going to happen when this goes on for another 4.4 million and then another 4.4 million? How do you put an end to this process? Well, look, Stephen Miller, uh, former Trump advisor and now the head of America First Legal, has come up with a really elegant solution for the Republicans if they choose to take it. 
um, it, it, it requires the Republicans to work together and stymie the Democrats in everything they want to do. And where you can hurt them is with the money. They need uh, a continuing resolution to continue to fund the federal government. That vote is going to come up in Congress in the next few weeks. And what Stephen Miller says the Republicans should do is refuse to sign it, refuse to sign off on the budget unless the Democrats agree to a, an amendment to stop the border invasion. Very simple thing to do. All it requires is for every Republican to get behind it. And considering that the majority of the American population is aghast about what's going on at the border, which is an invasion, um, and those that aren't aghast, most of them just aren't even aware because their media uh, organs of choice don't report it. I think I think uh, you and Miller are absolutely correct on that. The problem is if they don't support a continuing resolution, the argument that Democrats will make is you're not supporting and funding the government and you're closing down the government. How do you respond to that? Well, they always say that, and the, their allied media will kick up a big stink and it'll all be a great drama. But the benefit of all the great drama is that it focuses the attention of the media again where the Democrats don't want it to be, and on the border. And, look, I think this is the number one crisis in the country. We talked about the 78 suspected terrorists uh, just in the last year. God knows how many were in the Godaways, at least half a million Godaways. Uh, how many suspected terrorists are in there? What are they plotting while the FBI has its attention focused on, you know, Trump supporters? Um, this is a really terrifying situation for the country, apart from the economic disaster for the most lowly paid, because those illegal migrants that are coming across the border will be slave labour. Uh, they will be undercutting the wages of the most poorly paid in this country. It's a disaster for America in every sense. And you cannot have people in the country, um, no matter how productive they might potentially be, you cannot have people who come into this country and the very first thing they do is break the law. And, and Biden is supposed to be a union guy, right? That's the one thing he's always supported, unions. And these migrants are going to be uncut, undercutting union jobs, right? Exactly. He is not a union guy. Uh, the unions uh, are just supporting him because it's the hierarchy, the elites of the unions. Who, that, those, those union heads don't really have working people um, at heart, and neither does Joe Biden. He's always operated on the elite level. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about you know, the, the working people. He's, he's gone as far as he can to get away from his working-class roots he has the most caviar lifestyle uh, of, you know, anybody who tries to call himself, you know, lunch pal Joe. He always pretends that he's the poorest man in con Congress, uh, and yet he lives in, you know, he's got a couple of mansions, he dresses really expensively, um, his family lives a life of immense privilege. So um, he doesn't care about workers, he doesn't care. The only thing he cares about unions... Well, the people that got punished... In the last uh, year and a half or year or so, is the poor people and in uh, the middle class by paying uh, uh, increased food prices, increased gasoline prices, and the crashing of their savings. Def deferred comps, IRAs, Kios. Yeah, but they down. don't understand that. They don't understand that. Mm -hmm. they, when they pay seven ninety nine for Oreo cookies, that they understand. Cost of living is going up. When Biden did a one point nine trillion dollar uh, 
uh, yeah, but the voters added to the they added, added they don't to understand the, that the they understand debt. paying no, but the result four dollars for inflation. gasoline. They understand paying, uh, you know, uh, eight dollars for uh, for uh, eggs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Any other big news, Miranda? That uh, that the people should be concerned about. I mean, the drugs are coming in more than ever. The the borders are broken more than ever. Uh, I mean, we talked to John Solomon yesterday. He says they were they were going through a program of trying to repair some of the border, but I didn't know what that was all about. Have you heard anything? Uh, look, no. Um, I I think that what what they want to do is distract Americans with bread and circuses, talk about abortion, things that suit them, uh, and and try and ignore the border because the border is, uh, in the NBC poll on the weekend, it's the number one advantage that the Republicans have over the Democrats in the midterms. I think it was a 38% advantage that uh, the voters polled said that the Republicans were better at handling border security than the Democrats. That's bigger than even crime, even the economy, even inflation. Um, so it is the number one issue that um, people expect the Republicans will be able to fix. Um, but, you know, whether or not they are able to focus the attention of the national media on that, like happened during uh, Martha's Vineyard, is, uh, is another question. I, I'm, I'm not sort of blown away by the Republicans' ability to seize the narrative. Of course, it's very difficult for them because they don't control the media like the Democrats do. Um, I think the other important story, it's a story I'm going to um, break on uh, Thursday or tomorrow night, um, is to do with the FBI. And these whistleblowers are continuing to come forward and tell really um, stories that should, should touch the conscience of every American because... Ultimately, if you have uh, this very powerful law enforcement agency um, that's funded to the tune of $10 billion a year of taxpayer money, and it is focused against, weaponized against the American people, you are in a very dangerous state in this country. And Democrats should not rest on their laurels and be happy about it because they're going after Republicans, because they'll turn around and come after Democrats. Miranda Devine, thank you for standing up for America. And you are an American, even though you have an Australian accent. God loves you, and thank you for everything you do. so much, John, and thank you, Lydia, and everybody. Thank you. And uh, we're going to be going to Lou Dobbs. And when we come back, there's one district attorney. We didn't let him get all in last week in New York, in Suffolk County, that is able to get his job done and keep Suffolk County residents safe. His name is Ray Tierney, and he's going to tell us how he does it. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.